Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Capes and Japes. Um, today, we're going to be doing what I was originally planning on doing last week, which is just sort of a, a roundup of some various, like, less significant Amazons. Um, once again, I'm not sure how long this is going to take. Um, <laughs> and also, it is very hot in here. So it's possible. It might just be a episode, short episode. <laughs> it might just be a short episode. I might just get to the point where I'm like, okay, we're wrapping this up because I can't be in this room anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, but hopefully not. You know, I've, I've, I've sweated my way through episodes of this podcast before and I'll do it again. Um, Probably with increasing frequency based on the increased uh, frequency of heat waves across the globe. Yeah, I like, I really don't like thinking about it. Hi, everybody. Welcome to our global climate change podcast. That's a thing that's happening and it will be getting worse. Anyway. (laughs) Anyways. How are they doing on Themyscira with the... uh, Increasing uh, sea level and <laughs> um, that's a great question. I um, I would like to imagine that the DC universe um is not experiencing climate change. Is not experiencing climate change because there's so there's so many people who should be able to do something about that. Why do I feel like in uh, Son of Kal El? there was something about climate change. Or was it, like, one of the Super Suns graphic novels? There was something. I think one it of the It might have been the Super Suns graphic novel. Yeah. Um, We're gonna reverse also... global climate change. No, you're not. You're being evil. Yeah. Um, uh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm Damien Way, and I'm here to say, stop that. <laughs> Um, all right. Anyways, Amazons. Here we go. (laughs) Um, so let's start by talking about Antiope. Um, because I, this is confusing for me because, (laughs) um, in the various, you know, reboots and such of Wonder Woman, there are some versions where Antiope is Hippolyta's sister, and some versions where she's Hippolyta's mother. And then there's also uh, an Amazon named Atalanta, who is, in some versions, also Hippolyta's sister, and in some versions, Hippolyta's aunt. Um, And then it's also, I could, like... It does just kind of sound like Greek mythology, though. Yeah, it does sound like Greek mythology. It and does then track. Also, in some, like, summaries of this, I couldn't tell if, like, Hippolyta just had a sister who was named after their aunt, and they were both Atalanta. So if anybody understands the Wonder Woman family tree better than I do, please call me. <laughs> um, My number is beep. Beep. Um, but... Anyways, Antiope, also a little bit confusingly, has a 
pre-crisis version who is not related to Hippolyta at all, um, who's just a, uh, random Amazon who, like, tries to, uh, plot a coup, basically, against Hippolyta because, um, she doesn't like her choices and is, uh, ultimately killed during Crisis and then post-Crisis when they reimagine, you know, the Amazon's origins and all of that is, uh, when we get the story about how, um, all of the Amazons are, like, the souls of women who were, uh, mistreated or unjustly murdered at the hands of men. As if there's um, a just murder. So, you know, Homestuck. <laughs> Sometimes it's just. No, I'm sorry. I just love the, you know, Homestuck. You know. End of thought. End of thought. Homestuck. It's got the clock. Look it up. I guess that's not about murder. That's just specifically about dying. Yeah. It doesn't go into the uh, ethical, moral question of, is murder sometimes okay? Is is it? Question mark? Anyway, um, I don't think this is the podcast for that question either. I'm sorry I brought it up. We're tackling, we're tackling a lot of big issues on the podcast today. Um... If the energy is weird, I am very tired. <laughs> one of us is very sleepy, and one of us is very sweaty. Um, so, yeah, so these women who were murdered, um, or, you know, otherwise, like, mistreated, um, who are given, like, new bodies and, like, a new identity, um, through the intervention of, uh, the Olympian gods. Um, Hippolyta is the first one that they, uh, create, so she is, uh, gets to be queen. Um, and Antiope is the second, so they are, uh, sisters. Um, and Antiope also has, like, a pretty significant amount of power um and uh then we get into the whole backstory that we've uh talked about a couple times now where uh hercules like tricks hippolyta um attacks the amazons uh hippolyta prays to athena for help like getting their power back and athena is like i'll help you but you have to not seek revenge on Hercules, um, and Antiope does not agree to that, um, and, uh, leaves with a bunch of, uh, other Amazons, um, including Phthia? It's P-H-T-H-I-A. Phthia? Possibly? Um, I could not even begin to guess. (laughs) Okay, that's valid. Um, who is, uh, Antiope's daughter, um, who she is actually, uh, 
the daughter of the like original like mythological Jason, um, who Antiope adopted, um, and like brought her into the Amazons. So she goes with Antiope along with a group of other Amazons, um, to go get their revenge on Hercules, um, and then. When she goes to find Hercules, um, she ends up falling in love, Antiope ends up falling in love with Theseus, who was Hercules' like second in command when he like attacked the Amazons. So like failed step one, revenge. <laughs> um I I'm gonna get revenge on Hercules as and his men. Well, minus this one, I guess. <laughs> minus this one guy. Um, and everybody else is like, well, I don't think that's fair. I don't know about that. Um, so she falls in love with Theseus. They get married. They're like, okay, we're not going to get revenge anymore. Which, like... How did she have whole- time to fall in love with this man? Listen, I... Your guess is as good as mine. I feel like you would be really busy, like, planning a revenge quest. Unless it's like... All right, I have to follow Theseus's every move to figure out how best to revenge myself upon him. Oh, hey, actu- yes. actually, I'm I'm dig. Ho- wait, ho- hold on. Hey, Theseus, on. I was watching you, and like, um, as part of my like revenge against Hercules, I was going to like assassinate you, but now I'm just fascinated. Do you want to go yeah, on a date? I saw it. <laughs> I saw you across the battlefield, and I really dig your vibe. Um, so they get married. They have a son. Um, the rest of the Amazons who left with Antiope are like not happy because they <laughs> went on. Like they're like, we left the Amazons. Like we went on this whole quest with you, and now you're and giving now you're that up because of revenge. some man. <laughs> now you're marrying a man. Um, and then uh, Ariadne. Theseus's ex-wife kills Antiope and frames her daughter for it. Um, well, that's not nice. At least frame no, your ex. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on. Um, so, Phthia uh, and the rest of the Amazons managed to escape. Um, and this is the group that goes on to form the Amazons of uh, Bana Mikdal, who we've talked about somewhat. We talked about Artemis last week. Um, so Antiope, in this version, uh, is dead, but is, like, sort of, uh, like, ancestor-worshipped by the uh, Bana Mikdalians, uh, and she shows up as a ghost, I think, a couple times. Um... I mean, it would be a waste if she just didn't show up as yeah. a ghost at all, ever. Yeah, exactly. Um, in uh, the New 52, it's, or the, like, New 52 rebirth timeline, it's, like, pretty similar, um, except she doesn't die in this one, so uh, that's good. Um, but she still, um, I think they also changed the, like, reasoning for her, uh, splintering off where they don't, like, it's, it's, she's just kind of, like, disappointed in the gods 
And she's like, I think we need to, like, travel to man's world and, like, do, you know, make, like, a real difference. Um, so she still, like, leaves, um, and still, like, ultimately founds the Bana Migdal Amazons, but she, uh, does not die, and in fact, like, does, like, come back to Themyscira at some point, um, to see how things were going. (laughs) Um... How's my favorite sister? You left me for thousands of years. <laughs> Doesn't mean you're not my favorite. <laughs> yeah, listen. Um, they also, um, this is, this is also, like, Rebirth is also when they start calling their Hippolyta's mother Antiope, and then they reintroduce her sister Antiope, and they're like, yeah, they have, uh, the same name. Um, and then later, I think they go back and they change her mom's name to, uh, Alcipi. Um, but then I don't, oh, having a real, having a real time trying to figure, trying to figure this family tree out. Um, so in, okay, currently, in the current timeline, the two of them have another sister named Atalanta, who, uh, also went with Antiope to help found the Bonamigdal Amazons, um, and then ultimately, uh, left and kind of struck out on her own, um, and was like, uh... Then she formed, she founded Atlantis. It's (laughs) slightly different than Atlantis. Still underwater. Yeah, exactly. But it's Atlantis. Still underwater. Similar concept, but, uh, cannot be sued for copyright infringement. Um. She also founded the city of Atalanta, um, in Georgia. Yeah, in Georgia, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, she starts worshipping an Egyptian goddess named Mott, but she is also, like, mostly active in South America, um like, defending, uh, Mexico from this, like, ancient evil Aztec deity. Not um, from colonization. <laughs> not from colonization. Um, really dropped the like, ball that on that one. <laughs> l- listen. <laughs> she's like, I, my, I'm an Amazon, my deal is God stuff. Uh, surely someone else can help with the colonization thing. And, uh, nobody did. Um, and uh does end up ultimately returning to the uh Bana Migdalian Amazons um and rules alongside uh Faruka, who has like kind of taken over in the absence of uh Antiope in Atalanta. Um and when she's like trying there's like a storyline where it's like she is trying to uh provoke a war with Karak so that Bana Migdal can like become it's like an independent like nation um and uh Diana and Artemis tried to stop her and she arrests them and then uh ultimately she uh agrees to 
back off and uh be co-queens with Atalanta because when Atalanta comes back, all of the Bond and Magdali and the Amazons are like, oh, we love her. And she's like, fine. And uh, the two of them uh, working together help to uh, discover the uh, Brazilian Amazon tribe that nobody had been aware of before, um, which is the... Uh, the ugh, I'm, I am, I should have looked up how to pronounce it, and I didn't. The es, Esquecida, I think, but they're, uh, the Amazons of, like, from the, act, from the Amazon, uh, the area of the Amazon, like, river and jungle, um, which, full circle, uh, there was a pre-crisis version of Atalanta, who was, like, pre-Crisis Antiope, not Hippolyta's sister or, like, related to anyone or anything, was the ruler of a group of Amazons from the Amazon who, uh, like, Diana, like, encountered briefly at one point, um, and was like, wow, I didn't know there were Amazons here. And she was like, yeah, we left Paradise Island and we did our own thing. Uh, they've fight briefully and then you know it's fine because it's, it's wonder comics. woman comics um, you know you gotta fight briefly and then you know yeah 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 um but uh they they basically they show up like very briefly pre-crisis and then they're not really talked about very much anymore but they are uh back in a bigger way now because this is the uh group that Yara Floor is from who um I I feel like people are probably aware of cuz she had like such a big like marketing push um but during uh Infinite Frontier Future State a couple of years ago um they announced this new Brazilian Wonder Girl um with a, a super rad design which I is part of the reason I think she caught on very quickly um but she is uh from this amazon tribe but she is unaware of it because uh her mom um her mother uh slept with a river god um okay yara yeah yeah good for her um so yara is half god and then the two of them are taken in by uh the Brazilian Amazons and uh then her mother gets killed um and Rip. Yara yes um Yara goes uh one of the Amazons takes Yara back to America where she'll presumably be safer um so I she mean, is not than in a yeah. tribe of warrior women? I would trust the I women. Mean, I think... <laughs> I think they're, they're going for kind of, like, uh, anonymity. Um, the, so the, she the is... The same, like, as Jackson Hyde. Yeah, yeah. It, let's make uh, his last name Hyde. We're gonna hide him. <laughs> We're gonna hide him. This is a great... This is a great little pun. Um... So, uh, 
she grows up in America, decides to uh, travel back to Brazil, and uh, ends up getting caught up in a whole lot of uh, various Amazon nonsense, because, um, like, the Greek gods are trying to find her, and, like, the Themyscaran Amazons are trying to find Why her. Why are the Greek gods trying to find her? <laughs> May, I, maybe they're like they're mad they're like amazons are our thing an amazon shouldn't get to be the child of a brazilian god um but uh she you know she discovers uh her amazon heritage she is like approached by hera to like become her champion which she ultimately refuses and makes Hera very angry. Um, and, uh, she is assisted by, uh, Donna and Cassie and, uh, some of the other Amazons. Um, so she is, uh, she's, she's still, she's still, like, even though Diana is back now and, like, part of this was kind of, like, while Diana was, like, sort of dead after Death Metal, they were like, oh, this is, like, the new Wonder Woman. Um, Diana's back, but, like, Yara is still doing stuff, and I'm hopeful she will continue to, um, because she was, uh, I think most recently she was, like, part of, uh, John's new Justice League during Dark Crisis when the Justice League was dead. Um, at first she said no and then she came back and helped him. But, um, she's very cool. So I hope she continues to be like, uh, kind of a major character. But we do have, there's a lot. I mean, I was going to be like, there's a lot of Wonder Girls now, but like, there's still fewer than there are, you know, Robins. Yeah. And former Robins, even, like, considering that we now, as of, like, a few weeks ago, have, like, Diana's future daughter, um, there's still not that many Wonder Girls, so. There's a good amount. I think it, And, you know. Yeah. We love a Wonder Girl. We love a Wonder Girl. And, like, they're different. It's fine. It's fine. Um, who else did I want to talk about? Um. Mala is an Amazon who is, like, a bigger deal kind of pre-crisis. Um, like, in early Wonder Woman comics, she's established as kind of, um, Diana's, like, best friend on the island, and, like, the two of them together, like, rescue Steve Trevor, and she's, like, the last person who is, like, Besides Diana, who's left standing during the contest to see who's going to be Wonder Woman. Um, she also um, has her own invisible plane. Good for her. Good for her. It's like, I don't know where she's going with it, but, you know. Um, some, She'll be stealthy. It's, it's, yeah. Sometimes you should just get an invisible plane. Um, and since then, she hasn't, like shown up as much but it's like the existence of her as like diana's like 
best friend while Diana is still was still on Themyscira is still like present. So she's like there in like flashbacks and stuff. And I think they usually keep like the two of them being the last two in the Wonder Woman contest. Um, but she, it seems like is currently like mostly in like flashbacks or like Diana talking about her. Um, instead of like being around, which I I think she should be there. I think Diana should have um more cool friends to hang out with. Um, there's also confusingly uh, another Amazon named Mala, who's part of the Bonham Migdal Amazon, <laughs> who is unrelated to I the original Mala. Thought for a second that you were gonna say is Ar- Artemis's best friend. <laughs> That would be so funny um, if they had, like, counterpart names. And she, she was like, yeah, my best friend's named Mala. She's like, my best friend's named Mala. I'm like, ah. Just like, what is happening? What is going on? Um, but uh, the Bonham Migdal Amazon is the one in charge of guarding the sacred bust of Antiope that the Bonham Migdalian Amazons have. Uh, and she has um she's got a uh fucked up eye from a demon so she's very spooky looking she's (laughs) like a a gnarled old woman with a fucked up eye and a hood and she's like mysterious but she's just she's fine she's not really spooky or anything she's she's just an old lady um and i'm sure she does a good job i'm i'm sure she does we're all very proud of her um do you think She's in charge of guarding it because the number one threat to this bust of Antiope is small children. (laughs) They're like, we're just going to put the scariest looking old woman in charge of this so that the kids are like, oh no, it's Mala, we gotta go. Yeah, exactly. We can't mess with the sacred bust of Antiope, which is just a regular bust of Antiope. Yeah, it's it's a normal bust, but everybody it's, it's, it's not very magical. It is everybody. sacred, but it's not like magical in the way that a lot of other <laughs> yeah. uh Themyscirian and or Bonamigdalian artifacts are. It's just a regular no. bust that is like this is, you know, Antiope and we pray to her. Don't fuck with her, kids. Yeah. Else yeah. <laughs> Mala will get up. you. <laughs> um she'll make you do your homework. And then um, one, I think we can talk about maybe one more. Um, so, Philippus, um, which is interesting because I thought us was, like, a masculine ending. Um, but one, maybe I'm wrong. And two, even if it is, who cares? She can, we, like, We love a gender non-conforming. <laughs> yeah, we love a gender non-conforming Amazon. Um... But she is uh, introduced post-crisis um, and has been a, like, pretty consistent presence ever since. Um, so she is uh, one of the Amazons formed from, you know, the souls of the women given, like, new bodies by the goddesses. All, you know, all that, all that stuff. Um, and, uh... She ends up being uh, Hippolyta's, like, chief general and uh, second-in-command. So she's, like, 
most notable for, uh, you know, her military and combat prowess and her loyalty to Hippolyta, which have both been pretty uh, consistent aspects of her character. Um, so she stays with Hippolyta, um, you know, when Antiope leaves and ultimately um, ends up forming the Bonamigdal Amazons. She uh, is there for the founding of Themyscira. Um, she um, is very involved while Diana is growing up. She's, like, kind of uh, in charge of, like, training her and, uh, you know, both, like, teaching her fighting skills, but also, like, teaching her, you know, wisdom and strategy and those kinds of things. Um, she, like, she, like, gives her these, like, these tests where it's like oh she like has a bunch of uh amazons attack her and then uh diana fights them like very aggressively and then um philippus has them take off their masks to reveal that they're all you know amazons who diana cares about and diana's like oh no i attacked them and philippus is like that's right that's why you should think before going for the most aggressive solution possible. <laughs> it's like, okay. Well, I mean, like, that is important. But also, I feel like maybe, I don't know, there were less traumatic ways. I mean, to do it. Clearly, it didn't work because she does fight a lot of people and then become friends with them afterwards. It's true. It's like, she's like, well, this just taught me that sometimes... Even if you punch someone really hard, they'll still be willing to be friends with you. So, <laughs> um, she also, uh, Philippus is like, <laughs> when Steve Trevor first, like, crash lands on the island, Philippus is one of the people who's like, I think we should kill him. <laughs> so, you know, fair. It's established that part of it is that, like, she is especially traumatized by what happens with Hercules. So she hates men. And you know what? That's that's fair. It doesn't seem like they have any therapists on Themyscira to help these women no, work it, through their traumas. It doesn't seem like it. Um, she also is um, when Hippolyta uh, leaves to go and be Wonder Woman, um, after her big oopsie that gets both Artemis and Diana <laughs> killed for a little bit, um, she leaves Philippus in charge of the island, um, and she does, uh, seemingly a pretty good job, um, but she is not really interested in being queen, so when Diana comes back to life, she's like, Diana, can you rule the island? And Diana's like, no, I gotta be Wonder Woman. Um, but you're doing fine, you just keep doing it. And Philippus is like, no. <laughs> um, and then ultimately she becomes, like, co-ruler with Artemis when the, uh, McDoll. And the Themyscira and Amazons kind of, uh, unite while they're both living on Themyscira. Um, and it's like, neither of them is technically queen. They both have kind of, uh, d official, like, ch chancellor, you know, monarch titles. But, uh, 
Philippus is mostly in charge of kind of like ruling and Artemis is mostly in charge of uh like war command um do you think when they needed a new queen again um Philippus was like oh thank god it's Nubia not me yeah yeah she's like oh oh thank god Nubia did that weird test with the box um I did not want to do that at all I hated this. Um, if nobody did the box test, it was going to fall down to me again. <laughs> it's so funny. Hippolyta comes out. She's like, in this box, I have the head of Medusa. Who's going to be brave enough to do this? And Philippus is just like looking at everybody like one of you has to. One of you has to. <laughs> if none of you do this, she's going to be like, well, I guess it's Philippus. <laughs> um they also um establish in the early 2000s after Hippolyta dies rip um that Philippus at some point developed feelings for Hippolyta um and was in love with her but it's like I don't think it's like established if that was something that she like Hippolyta knew about or if she was just kind of like silently pining for thousands of years um i mean (laughs) sometimes it'd be like that sometimes it do be like that but also Um, i feel like the amazons would be the most accepting of (laughs) lesbianism i feel like what else is there (laughs) what else is there i feel like if anything it wouldn't be like oh i don't want everyone to know i'm gay it would be like Oh, I'm in love with the queen, and it's like, you know, uh... I can't, uh, I can't reach that high. Yeah, it's like inappropriate, like, based on, you know, uh, my position as her general. Like, I can't be letting my feelings get involved. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, Hippolyta's like, <sighs> I'm so lonely. I'm gonna go create God, a daughter I'm... out of clay. <laughs> I'm so lonely and horny. Um, well, that doesn't help with a daughter, but at least she'll be distracted. Yeah, no, the daughter part, yeah. At least she's like, well, I have someone to talk to. Distract me from how much I also wish I had a girlfriend. Um, Diana's I, like, Mommy, uh, why don't you have a girlfriend? And she's like, well, sometimes as the queen, it would be inappropriate. <laughs> Unfortunately. It's like, aren't there um, other high-ranking officials that would be appropriate for you to date? <laughs> And she's like, I mean, maybe, technically, <laughs> but none of them have ever made a move, so who knows? It was so like, who's no. to say? Frick, I had um, a chance. <laughs> <laughs> well, but part of the reason I bring all this up is because in Rebirth, um, happy ending, Hippolyta and Philippus are together in a relationship. Um... And then so, Hippolyta dies? Well, Hippolyta does die, but <laughs> she's a god now, so... Never stop Zeus. It's fine. Never stop Zeus. Exactly. She's like, hello, Philippus. I'm back. I'm back from Mount Olympus. Do you want to make out a little before I have to go back? Um, she's like, well, I, I'm glad you didn't show up as a swan. <laughs> yeah. Would have been weird for everybody, so it's fine. Um, Just fun Greek right. mythology for everybody. 
<laughs> just some just some fun lore. Um that that is all I mean, that's obviously not all the Amazons. No, because we didn't um, even talk about Io, who is dating Nubia. But she also hasn't oh, been yeah. in a lot. She she has not. Um she is uh yeah, she's mostly just kind of, she's a blacksmith and she's Nubia's girlfriend. Um She used to have a crush on most... Diana. <laughs> yeah. And then she got punched two hundred times. Yeah. Um boy, she sure did. I forgot about that. Um <laughs> she got punch 200 times but she's fine now and she has a girlfriend and her girlfriend is nubia um but that's pretty much most of the information we have on io oh and she uh <laughs> she lost an eye recently oh um and now I-O. she's just oh fuck <laughs> we both made bad um, jokes at the same time and they were different ones <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the energy we get from this podcast. Um anyways, yes. Uh there are like obviously a lot of Amazons, but uh most a lot of them are also just kind of like this is a woman who was in like one issue, who's like an Amazon priestess. Um but if anyone has like other Amazons we did not talk about that you think we should talk about, please uh, feel free to send us an email or something. Um, but that's all the Amazons I have for now. Uh, did you have, well, did you have any other Amazons or anything else you wanted to talk about? I did not have any other Amazons. Um, okay. I have already brought up the one Amazon that I was like, but what about Io? Uh, she got punched 200 times she got punched 200 times and now she gets to date a queen (laughs) um i didn't read any comics um i went to the ren fair that was fun and i wish i could go to more ren fair more often um dressed up as orum saw other people dressed up as crit roll characters which was fun uh love that Got to see the Merry Wives of Windsor, my number one thing to do at the Ren Fair. Um, I bought some dice, I bought some rocks, I bought some <laughs> chainmail jewelry, like... Truly, what are dice if not just rocks with numbers on them? Well, a lot of dice are made out of plastic, which I would not categorize as a rock. Hmm. But, oh my goodness, so I got... I got these little things of obsidian and just listen, listen to this sound. ASMR. I, I can't, love... I can't, I... Oh no. I heard it a little bit. Oh no. Oh, the, the obsidian curse the audio. <laughs> the obsidian curse the audio. The obsidian cannot be heard by Olivia, but hopefully it was picked it was... up by my microphone. It was very fun. I, like, heard it, like, as you were getting it out, I think, and I was like, oh, yeah, here it comes. You're like, and oh, then... yeah. Obsidian. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Simply nothing. Um. I but... saw a bunch of cool birds. Uh, Fuck both, yeah. Both birds that were, um, 
in the Ren Fair, like, as part of the, you know, people who bring cool birds to the Ren Fair. And also I saw just because we were in a park, I saw two hawks mobbing a bald eagle. And I was oh. like, everybody stop this conversation. Look at that. Hell yeah. Nature. I mean, we don't usually get bald eagles out here. So <laughs> it was, it was just a, it was a funky little time. Um, yeah, I had fun. I'm very tired because I was outside and on my feet for eight hours. Uh, so it was like it was like Oof. going to work, but much more fun. <laughs> so this is my day off. <laughs> it's like going to work, but there's birds. Well, no, there's birds at work too. A scrub jay landed on my head the other day while I was eating lunch oh. because it wanted my pizza. I had to scold wow. it like a toddler. <laughs> like man, fucking corvids, man. They're just little dinosaurs. <laughs> Try to take your pizza. Try to take my pizza. Can't believe they would do that. I'm like, absolutely not. I was like, you can hunt for your own food. I worked for money to purchase this pizza. You can hunt. <laughs> and then it flew off and I did see it like run across the grass and like grab something. And I'm like, see, you proved my point. <laughs> God, I feel like if you did mocap of a scrub jay and then just, like, reskinned it as a Jurassic Park raptor, it would 100% track. Hell yeah. Anyway, how about you? Anyways, I did read some comics. Um, this was a little bit of an exciting week. Because I got, uh, the, uh, Doug issue of Immortal X-Men, um, that I got two different variants of, because I couldn't decide. Um, and it was also the first issue of World's Finest Teen Titans, that I also got two variants of, because <laughs> I also couldn't decide. Um, and uh, they're, they're, they're really good. It's like the Doc Shaner, like, Robin, like, sketch page one, and then the Jim Chung, like, foil cover. Um, I don't know how you would but, be able to choose between the two of those, honestly. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Both the general you and you specifically. And me specifically. Targeted so much. Um, I really, 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 really loved World's Finest Teen Titans. I think I've accidentally called it Teen Titans Year One a couple times, <laughs> which is not what it is. And I know that because there is a Teen Titans year one that I own and really like. Um, but it is similarly, or well, similar to how, like, the current Batman Superman World's Finest is, is it's, like, a sort of flashback to the original, like, Fab Five Teen Titans, but, like, updated for the present day, so they have, like, phones and they're, like, live-streaming and stuff, um, which is funny. Uh, and also Bumblebee is there. Who I like how they're like, we're gonna was... update the team. Bumblebee does deserve to be here. Bumblebee should get to be on the team. And you know what? They are right. How can we make the original Fab Five better? Karen. Karen's there. Um, but I... Really, really liked it. It's very, uh, it's very cute. It's very funny. 
Um, I love, <laughs> I love to see them. Um, I also, uh, it was also the first issue of Night Terrors Robin. Um, I mean, there were a bunch of Night Terrors, uh, for <laughs> this week and the next many weeks. Um, but Robin was the one I was most interested in, because uh, of who I am as a person. Um, <laughs> and it was fun. The uh, concept, people have maybe already seen. The concept is that it's like Tim and Jason together in their own like separate nightmares, but they get kind of like sucked in at the same time, which is uh, extremely fun, obviously, for reasons of uh, Tim and Jason interacting. Um Tim, I, like, Tim's nightmare scape was, like, a little predictable, and I kind of wish it was, like, more interesting, because it's, like, the kind of thing you're, like, this happens with every single superhero character all the time, um, but it's still, like, well-written, and, like, the Tim and Jason aspects of it are very fun, um, and... I got also got the Flash Night Terrors, which I wasn't going to, but I picked it up and I was flipping through it, and I saw that uh, Wally as Kid Flash was in it, and I was like, oh, now I gotta. <laughs> You're um, like, dang it, they got me. They got me with my boy. Um, but this one was very, like, the Flash one, I think, like, really sort of uh, captured the vibe of, like, being in a bad dream uh and like stuff being just kind of off but you don't really know why um and there's a lot of kind of different elements to it that I think are fun um we also have uh San Diego Comic-Con is this coming weekend uh and it's going to be in advance interesting it's gonna be interesting for sure. Um, if you if you don't know, um, huh? Com- SDCC has expanded so far beyond comics to include a lot of TV and movies as well. And currently, the uh, Screen Actors Guild and the Writing Guild of America is on strike. <laughs> so. Members of these unions cannot promote uh, projects that the production companies that they're striking against have made. So a lot of actors and writers and such are in a bit of a pickle because conventions are where they make money, but they also can't promote things that they've been in. So it's like, hey, come look at my face. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Um, it's a very, very complicated time. But comic books aren't on strike. Yeah, comic books are still happening. Um, they might, they, I mean, most industries should probably strike, but it just depends on, uh, contracts. Yeah. And if they're allowed to under the labor laws. We are really, we've covered a lot of topics in this episode. (laughs) The strike is very topical. It is no. I'm not saying it's not. It's just very. Fun. It's like and we're talking climate about climate change warming. is always topical. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, but it, so, anyways, so it's going to be a weird time. But the comic stuff is all still on track. 
Um, Marvel announced that they're going to announce who the new Punisher is going to be, because there's going to be a new Punisher. It's um, Crank Fassel. It's Crank Fassel. Spoilers. Uh, leaked. Um, and uh, they also uh, released a an announcement for a uh, Kamala Khan mini coming next month. Um, she's back. She Her funeral was this week. She's back. <laughs> everyone knew she was going to be back. And she's a mutant now, which everyone also kind of predicted. Um, unclear how exactly it's happening. Um, the miniseries is being co-written by uh, Iman Vellani, who plays Kamala in the Disney Plus series. And she did an interview where she was like, saying something about how she's like the inhuman stuff is still a part of her backstory but now she's also a mutant um but i thought those genes cancel each other out that's what they said about pietro's daughter but then uh, it turns pietro... out that pietro's not even a mutant so what's going on with pietro oh, that canceled out the inhumans <laughs> what yeah exactly it's <laughs> something weird something weird is happening um, but anyways, so yeah, as everybody already guessed, this is what's happening. Um, it's what, like, really the most exciting part of the announcement was that Iman Vellani was going to be co-writing it because everything else was like, yeah, we know. Um, but <laughs> she does have a, uh, fun new costume. Um, the series is titled, like, Ms. Marvel, The New Mutant. Um, which I hope means she gets to, like, interact with the New Mutants, the team. It would be um, such a weird tease if she didn't. It would be a weird thing to call it. Um, but maybe at SDCC we're gonna get some more details about that. Uh, but, yeah, we'll we'll see. <laughs> Next week, we'll see how all of this goes. Uh... Until then, if you want to keep up with us, you can follow Capes and Japes on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook, at Capes and Japes. Uh, you can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Feel free to tell us about your favorite Amazons. Um, we have a Discord server that uh, people are welcome to join, where we talk about comics and also about non-comics things. Um, we uh, have a Patreon. If you uh, want to support the show on there, you can get uh, bonus content, watch things with us, help us pick what we talk about. Uh, if you can't do that, but you want to help out the show in another way, leaving a rating and review is very cool and appreciated. Uh, telling a friend about the show if you think they might be interested in it. And just coming back and joining us as you've done once again today. So thank you for being with us for this episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And as always, should I reread Homestuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay. <laughs> I was considering that's, it for like half the episode. <laughs> that's that's the, the biggest question we've raised today. I mean, it's been a while and I've forgotten a lot of it. Well, listen, that's... Only time will tell. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Only time will tell.